Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I miss you, man. I miss you, man. Why did I say it like that? Let's start again. Can we go again? Nah. 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 This will be forever immortalized as that time Lonnie was a goose at the beginning of the episode. Still excited. I miss you, I miss you, man, do I miss you, I miss you, man, I miss you, I miss you, man, do I miss you. Well, hello everyone. We did it. We're back. Episode whatever number it is. Here we are. 58, Dylan. Nah, come off of it. Of the main show. Come off it. We can't be going for that long, surely. It's, it's, it's hard to believe, but we're still here and we're still getting better. Who would have thunk it? I thought I would have run out of ideas by episode 10. Yeah, I have to worry about that, actually. Sometimes I'm like, what am I going to do next week? <laughs> but I always pull through. No, we're still here. We're still going. As long as the people have us, Lonnie. That's right. But what's this podcast normally about, Lonnie? Please tell me. Well, the things we do on this podcast, Dylan, we talk about life, pop culture, and everything in between. One of us takes us on a journey through those topics. It can be any of those things. This week, though, I've had some homework, so I've got a bit of an idea, unless you've done the old bait and switch and you asked me to do some homework that doesn't actually relate to the episode, no. which is still a fun idea to do sometime, I think. Not yet, yeah. We've yet to pull the trigger on one of us doing it, but I think it will happen at some point. Uh, good stuff. But no, Lonnie, we talk about missing each other all the time. That's why the podcast is here. But we're not the only things we miss, are we? No, and it's actually, it's a good thing that you've made us accountable to the title of this podcast. It's about time we start talking about other things we miss, I reckon, Lonnie. Yeah, not just about you and me, it's about the world, about history, about life. And it could be anything that we miss. Life, pop culture, everything in between. <laughs> I really, didn't say... really, really just, just hammering ham that one through today, aren't we, everybody? Absolutely. You don't know Absolutely. our theme already. You want to start us off, Lonnie? What do you got? Yeah, okay. Well, I just thought, I've got some list of things here that I, that I miss. I thought maybe we're just like, you know, grandparents, pets, like all that stuff. Just like, Oh, let's yeah. let's get that out of the way. Obviously, family. Obviously, yeah. Well, okay. I miss you. Yeah. yeah, I would like kill somebody or pay a million dollars to see my pets for five minutes. You know, the ones who passed away. So. Who would you kill? Anyone. Anyone? Dylan, I'm sorry. But it's got to be me. <laughs> no, of course. I mean, not. there's worse reasons to do it. Yeah, you, you understand, wouldn't you? you You'd know. get your pet back. That's fine, Lonnie. Yeah. All right. Um, for, I, I was going to start off. I've got some some weird abstract ones, some Lonnie topics at the end of my list here, of course. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> You'll know when you hear them. I thought I'd start out pretty pretty low ball, pretty low stakes. All right. They get better than this. The thing I miss, Dylan, is the timeout chocolate bar. Why not chocolate bar? I don't have to Google that, but tell the people at home what it is, Lonnie. Why is it sticking your brain? Well, it's just it's just what I like. I haven't seen it for a while, and I've actually looked for it. You know, normally there's not so much chocolate. Oh, of there. course, I know what it is now. 
yeah. How yeah. do you describe it? Like, a, is it wafery inside? It's been so long, Dylan. I can't remember. It's a. It's like a combination of like a ch- cup of chocolate wafers, a bit of flake in the middle. Yeah. And then just yeah, coated in chocolate. It's very basic. It's it's not the nicest chocolate ever. Oh, it's not groundbreaking, but I just it's better than chomps. Chomps are still around. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know if that they've been cancelled. I don't know if they've been <laughs> <laughs> for previous comments they've made online. Perhaps. <laughs> I remember that time that the timeout Twitter account made a racist joke in yeah. twenty ten. They've been cancelled. <laughs> They've taken the plumber to heal and, and repair and reach out to the community. Um, or they might have just, you know, not in stock. Or maybe supply chain issues. That's obviously been a bit of a thing this year in 2022. Recently, definitely, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I just can't see them anymore. And I'm looking everywhere, Dylan. Not okay. Everywhere. Looking at Woolies, but I haven't seen them. So. Keep looking. Thank you. Keep looking. You. It might just be at Coles, you know. It could be at Coles, which is at the other end of the shopping centre. Maybe I'll have to go... Yeah, you haven't today. searched very hard and long if you just searched Woolies. Well, that's what I go to, you know. Okay. And I used to All be right. there, so. All right. Well, I have one of mine that's kind of in the range of that. Mm. I don't know if you heard of this. Space food sticks? Well, do you remember name, those? The name is familiar, and I feel like yeah. it's not something I had as a kid, but perhaps a friend at school had, I think, maybe, and I... Yeah, and you probably partook one day. Yeah. It's kind of how it happens, yeah. Yeah. They're kind of like, um, I don't know. Like, they're not good, really. <laughs> It's more the novelty of that they're space food sticks. They're like this really compressed. Yeah. It's kind of like a bar of Chico, really. Oh yeah, yeah. Or what are they now? They're not Chico lollies. Someone oh, I know else. the ones you mean. Yeah, yeah. The for chocolate flavored babies. For a second, I thought you meant Chico roll. I was like, <laughs> oh no. I mean, no, I don't I remember that, but maybe I believe you. Oh, that'd be gross. No. Well, that's probably what actual fa- space food sticks taste like. Probably. So, but the, the whole shtick was that it's what the astronauts it's eat. What the astronauts have. Yeah, so why wouldn't you want it, Lonnie? Like it. And apparently, the energy food they're advertised as probably just pure sugar. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that gives you energy, doesn't it? Pure, it's not false advertising. It's pure sugar, and then like un- unidentified. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So you don't see them around anymore, do you? No, I haven't seen them for yonks mm. for years. Mm. I reckon. And, you know, probably once the novelty died out and people found out they actually didn't taste that good. Yeah. Probably weren't as successful anymore. I was thinking the other day, actually, a little bit about that. In yeah. A little bit along those lines. It's like you go to the shopping center now or to the grocery store and everything's advertised about how healthy it is and, you know, health star ratings and health and green and all that stuff. It's like, shouldn't food have always been healthy? This is like before, like, I don't know, 10 years ago, it was like, this is the most disgusting sugar filled thing. Uh, I don't know when advertise like that, but it, it's very funny to be like, oh, now the food we advertise is good for you. Like, what was it before? Bad for me? Yeah, I guess. I guess so, yeah. But what can we do about it? It's too late now. I guess the kind of is like, this food's good, unlike the other food, which is bad. Just yeah, but yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah space but, food, okay. Space food sticks on you. Sticks, yeah. okay. Yeah. Um, you got any more food ones while we're on the topic? No, but actually what prompted me, which is luckily, we're hoping it's a prompt for the discussion. <laughs> yeah, you'd be worried. You're like, oh, I hope something comes <laughs> up because I did not do research because I'm a bad I've got a whole list co-host. of things here on my phone. Don't you? Don't you, you, t- oh. you showed visual proof, people. I witnessed it. Um, 
the little kangaroo dippers with the chocolate. I don't know what they're called. Do you know, do you know the ones I mean? Dunkaroos. Dunkaroos. That's it. Yes. They're still around. I'm pretty they're sure. They're still around. I don't. I don't go for them though. I guess that's on me. Oh, maybe. mate, yeah. give them a try. Yeah. If you miss them and they're still out there, don't live with regrets, Lonnie. Okay. Yeah. All right. Thank you. <laughs> don't regret not ever having a. No. N- I need dunkaroo. to hear that. That's good. Thank you. Oh. Um, I guess lunchbox food, I guess, is what we're kind of getting at, really. Yeah, it? kind of, yeah. <laughs> Feeling a bit nostalgic. Well, this yeah. next one, I don't know what it was. Mm. I can't find it on Google anywhere. Ooh. This may be a dream I made up, but I'm fairly certain it wasn't. There was like <clears throat> these dog bone lemonade ice blocks that how you had them was like it was like a stick through the middle of the bone and you kind of ate it. <laughs> it's kind of like a kebab ice block was it in like, design. What was the flavoring? Was it like lemonade flavor? I think it was lemonade. Yeah, yeah it was really, it was really mushy, nice lemonade Ooh, texture yeah. and flavor. Be good enough. And it was in the day. shape of a, yeah, yeah, it was in the shape of a dog bone. They used to sell them at the cafeteria at the Gatton State School when I was little. Okay. And uh, yeah, haven't seen them since, and wow, I can't find any evidence that they ever existed. Oh, so. What, what, were they perhaps like a like sort of food that only the, the school could order from like <laughs> only Gatton now? State School could yeah, find? Yeah, school in particular. I mean, possibly it might have been a like a local homemade ice block. Possibly, I don't remember yeah. that being yeah. the case, but you never know. Well, and yeah, potentially if it was something that was even just in Queensland, might not have got a record anywhere online about it. So that's that's amazing. It sounds really good. Yeah, it was. It was lovely. There's a different way to eat an ice block too. Oh, that's it. It's like having corn on the cob. Yeah, you yeah. Just grab an end with each hand and just yeah. munch. Mow one down. Yeah. Get one for your own dog. You could have them together. That'd be nice. Uh, <laughs> I don't condone feeding dogs sugar-filled ice blocks. Mm, okay, fair enough. <laughs> All right, we'll move on from food. Yeah. That was my last All one right. there. Cool. Yeah, good, good stuff. Why don't you take us into another thing we miss, Lonnie? Um. Sad one, Dylan. No. I miss Philip Seymour Hoffman. Don't we all? Don't we all? One of the greats. One of the absolute greats. Um, He's in one of my favourite movies of all time, Big Lebowski. Okay. Yeah, good choice. He's in some He's of very great in that. One of my favourite movies, Doubt. Have you seen that, Dylan? No. Ooh, that'll be good for a future episode. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um. Do a Philip tribute episode, Lonnie. Yeah, we could. Philip's greatest hits. We definitely could. It's an A on board. She loves Philip Seymour Hoffman. Just, he's always the best thing in the movie he's in. He's 100% wow. committed. And he's, he's not a, a selfish actor. He's always giving, you know, um, to his scene partners. He's just, just amazing. Have you seen Licorice Pizza that just came out a few months ago? No, no. It's a Paul Thomas Anderson film. And the reason I mention it is because um, Philip's son is the lead actor. Oh, like, hello. Yeah, really good. Different, obviously different to his dad, but, and, you know, we all, all know Philip Simon Hoffman as an older actor rather than a teenager, like his son is, but. It's a bit weird that, that we're seeing uh, the sons of some of our favourite actors go yeah. on to acting, isn't it? Because yeah. I just watched um, The Many Saints of Newark the other week. Oh, right. With, um, and Michael Gandolfini's. Yeah. James Gandolfini's son plays Tony Soprano in it. Is he good? He's great. He's great. Yeah. He doesn't get much screen time, but what he does, ah. it's like, well, that's 
pretty spot on. Yeah, yeah. It is funny, yeah. We're seeing the next generation of people we grew up watching. Yeah, I don't like that. Yeah, odd. I miss being young, Lonnie. That's well, what I miss. That's one of my other ones. We got coming oh, up God. <laughs> oh, God. What a self-pitying one. Um, what do you miss particularly about being young, Lonnie? Well, okay. Well, let's get on to it because I've got much more to say about Philip Seymour Hoffman just on Best Actors. We've, I feel cheated because we need more, more time with him on our screens. For sure. Um, okay. The topic I've got here is the title is The Potential of Youth. Oh, God. <laughs> what a Lonnie title. I told you it was. She was coming up. Um, so, yeah, I guess there was a time, Dylan, when you and I were the young bucks coming through. The world was our oyster. And it's not like we're, you know, old and grey-haired and we've had our lives have gone by, but it's like, yeah, the next year there are new people who've just finished school and are out, you know, starting their journeys, and then year after year it still happens. And then you're kind of stuck. You're like, oh, I've... Thought I was the guy who was going to go on to be, you know, successful. Maybe I'm not. Maybe I'm, you know, watching other people do that. You know, and when, when you're young, Dylan, it's all ahead of you. It's all ahead of you. Morning, it's still ahead of us. Come on. I know it is. I know it is. I'm just, I'm starting to sort of keenly feel like this that we, uh, you actually have to make things happen. You know, you got to really got to try. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what are you laughing at? I'm laughing at your nostrils. What do you mean? What are you talking about? You're just flaring them at me. What are you mean? You're doing it right now. Stop. I'm talking about something deep here, Dylan, and you're just getting little nostrils out. You know what I mean, though, right? The potential youth. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Um, You know. We're doing what we can, Lonnie. Definitely yeah. could be doing worse. Oh, yeah. We, we, we're... We could not have a podcast. We we could be losers. Those would be dark days, wouldn't it? Yeah. Oh Jesus. Yeah. We not might not even be friends still. This podcast is keeping us together. That's another thing I had actually. And I'm not, I don't want to go into too much detail. Is like I was say I miss school, but I'm not sure I really miss school. I just you've never left school. What do you mean? <laughs> Come off. Of what do you mean? <laughs> you went to school, right? Primary, yeah. high school. Yeah. When you met me, greatest years of your life. Yeah. Then how, you went to uni. Still school. Well, you know, still school. And I haven't left. You're right. Okay. <laughs> and you now you're working at school. Yeah. You never left school. You uh, can't miss it. No. Well, that's what I'm thinking. More more than school is like seeing all your mates every day and that sort of fun environment where you're lunch breaks, lunch breaks, and you've got a team of people who are you know, teaching you and wanting you to do mm. stuff and giving opportunities. Trading sandwiches for roll ups. Buying liters of milk from the cafeteria. See, you're a bit food based, aren't you, Dylan? Today, <laughs> I haven't had brekkie. I haven't okay. had brekkie. There we go. What's a milk though? Strawberry milk, yeah, yeah. Strawberry milk, yeah. Um, and I, yeah, the the educational environment. Obviously, I'm still part of that, so don't miss that much. But you like being told when to go to somewhere. You like your time being dictated. Yeah. Well, it's nice. You like have, having a schedule. It's nice to have a bit of order in your life, isn't it? It's true. Mm. Yeah. yeah. It's nice not to have to. Oh, okay. No, no, we're moving on. No, no. Well, sorry. I was about to drop the most deep poetic thought, and you've cut me off. And oh. now I'm not going back out of okay. spite. So, stuff you. Yeah. Um, yeah. I probably should have brought this up with uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman. Mm. Alan Rickman, mate. 
I miss Alan Rickman. Yeah. Don't you? Yeah. Who doesn't? Yeah. One of the greats. It feels like too young for both of them. And it was. Definitely. Because it was, I'm guessing, you know. For sure. Um, Alan Rickman, yeah, that's... I mean, obviously everyone knows Snape, one of the most iconic performances in movie history. He's the reason to watch those movies, in my opinion, Mm -hmm. to be honest. Obviously, great in Die Hard as well. Mm -hmm. You know, one of the best of all time. actually. Yeah, for sure. And I watched one of his movies, I can't remember what it's called, it was like, um, he was like a wine critic coming to America. Oh, yeah, yeah, that rings a bell, I don't know what it's called, yeah. Yeah, but it's a good movie too. Great stuff. He's got a really interesting career because he started quite late in his life. I say yeah. late. He was like in his 30s, I think. Late 30s, late yeah. Late 30s. Think. And he was a graphic designer before he was in acting. It's pretty cool. Mm. Dogma too. It's great in Dogma. Have you mm. seen Dogma? I have seen Dogma back in the day. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Do you like it? It's pretty good. All right. It's fine. All right. Um, okay. Went from pretty good to fine. That was quick. Yeah. You can go next. What else do you miss, Lonnie? What else have I got? Um, Okay, staying on the pop culture bandwagon here, Mm. um, I kind of miss the DVD culture that we used to have before streaming. That is, you know, you'd buy a binge. Like Blockbuster. Yeah, Blockbuster. Yeah, definitely right. Buy box sets of TV shows. Yeah, and it was kind Mm. of nice because you didn't have this tyranny of choice so much because... You know, if you go to watch something on streaming now, you've got millions of things to watch and you can never, it's hard to find something to watch sometimes. And that's good because you've got more, more options out there. Spoiled by choice though, Lonnie. Definitely spoiled by choice. And I remember like some of the shows I love from my youth, like Scrubs, for example, I would just watch those DVDs. Just over and over. Yeah. Yeah. Same with me. I also watch Scrubs over and over. Friends mm-hmm. all the time. The rest of development, I used to burn the DVDs. Yeah, because I was what? watching them so much, you know. Whoa. <laughs> I didn't burn them. I meant like, you know. You wore out the DVDs. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, And that's that was a really cool part of part of life. And obviously the, the going to the DVD store is something we don't do anymore. And I still buy DVDs on occasion. I know you do as well. You've been buying some recently. Um, it's been fun. Yeah. It's been fun, especially when I get a hold of those hard-to-find ones. Yeah. And it's that difference between like having access to a movie to watch or owning the movie and it's yours. You have it's to, yours. You know, you've got it forever. Yeah. I'm building up a collection of certain DVDs and Blu-rays right now and it's, um, feels good. It does feel good. I like just having them on my shelf. Yeah. Um, and like, cause streaming, you know, you'll never know. They'll take something away at the drop of a hat. They won't even give me notification. Exactly right. But and if you have it, you always have it. It's right there. Yeah. And like, it's wonderful that you can access what's available on Netflix for, you know, a certain price per month, but you could buy the DVD and own it forever. You don't have to pay subscription for the rest of your life to have access to it. So, yeah. Yeah. And uh, it's it just, it just a cool time. I like DVD. I like collecting them. I like finding them. And, but I, I don't buy them as often anymore because... Well, it's it's just not economical to, no. to be honest. N- not if you like, want to we- get everything. Yeah. Exactly, especially with television shows. Yeah. Um, and you know, you would buy Blu-ray over DVDs if you had the option too. Yeah. Um, it's just yeah, not economical. Like Shit's Creek, we both love Shit's Creek. <laughs> There's not really any point buying the whole box set because it's expensive, and you're just watching the same thing you can watch online. Yeah, exactly. 
the only reason if they took it off Netflix and didn't a, put it anywhere else. Yeah, and there was a cheap-ish version of um on a, of a box set somewhere. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, and yeah. maybe if it came with like a bunch of such features and a book or something like that, you'd you have to make it thing. special. You know. That's the thing. It seems like special features. You think they would have had a boom because that's how you'd get people to actually buy Blu-rays and DVDs. Here, yeah. but it seems like they've dropped off. If anything, yeah, I know what you mean. It's like they feel it's not even worth the effort. Mm. Mm. Well, there you go. I'm glad you agree with that one. I thought you might. I thought you'd be someone. Oh yeah, you align with. I like physical copies of things for sure. Mm. For sure. Mm-hmm. Another sad one, Lonnie. Oh. I know. I hate Marvel. Now everyone knows that. But you can't not miss Stanley. Oh yeah, it has been weird watching the films recently without him and not having cameos. Cameo. Yeah. Feels wrong, doesn't mm. it? He was doing it before Marvel Studios. He was doing it in the X Men Fox movies, mm. doing it in the Spider Man Raimi movies. Mm. He's in the bloody Incredible Hulk TV movie where he goes to court. Yeah, he's been doing it for so long. He's been the king of cameos for years, and just yeah. so do you miss the cameos in particular or him as a? As a person Both. as well. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Not what a rude question to ask. <laughs> Just checking. <laughs> he was a person. Take a leave of the cameos. Ooh. Oh, man. Yeah, I don't care that he's dead, but, oh, yeah. man, I just wish we had more cameos. Yeah. I remember that back before, nah. before he passed away, people were saying that they should have, Marvel should have got him in front of a green screen, just saying various things. <laughs> That's so what I was going to say. Yeah. I, thought, I thought there was a rumour that they actually did that back in know. the day. Yeah. Whether that just be because people thought he wouldn't be able to actually film stuff for much longer, yeah. regardless of if he was, you know, dying or not. Because he was, like, what, 91? He was even old, perhaps, I think, yeah. Yeah. He couldn't have been doing that forever. Yeah. So. Yeah, very interesting life, rec- too, family, from all accounts. Yeah. Some controversies with uh, mm. ceiling credits and stuff. But, you know, still can't deny what he's brought to the table overall. No, no. I think, overall, if he's... His legacy is being the biggest proponent for comics, you know, and being almost the comics in Marvel in particular, obviously, their ambassador to the world. So, he made two of our personal favorites, Daredevil and Spider Man, didn't he? Yeah, isn't it like a 12 month window where he, like, he almost had a hand? Just in, made everyone. Yeah, <laughs> if not created himself, had a hand in creating, yeah, almost all the famous superheroes that we know today. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty wild. Crazy stuff. Crazy stuff. Do you reckon, would you have preferred that they did green screen stuff with him and then just plopped him into movies, or you wouldn't have liked that? I think, I mean, if he was up for that and it was a cool... But had his blessing. Yeah, yeah. And, and they'd sort of planned it out. I mean, cool, if it felt exploitative, I wouldn't have been keen. And I'm, I'm kind of okay with the fact that he's passed away and they're, they're not doing it anymore, so... Well, I haven't been keeping that much of an eagle eye on the uh, recent Marvel stuff, but have they been doing other tributes to him, like photos on him in backgrounds? Because I know in Deadpool 2, they did um, mm. they weren't able to get him on set for that one, and they did just had a, a bust of his head in the X-Mansion. No, not that I can recall happening in, like, Shang-Chi or Eternals or anything. Is it Shang-Chi? Yeah, Shang, as in, like, almost like Sean, yeah. Mm, okay. Mm. Is it bad? It started off really well for me, but then just sort of became generic Marvel stuff towards the end. Yeah, like everything. Yeah, well, that's... If I may, Dylan, can I, can I carry the torch here for a second? 
<laughs> of course. For missing something. Of course. I wasn't going to mention it, but now we sort of brought us to the topic anyway. Okay. I think we were in a golden era for the MCU. And I think potentially we're going to miss that in the future. Oh, it's definitely past. Absolutely. Yeah. Like like you said, I think, and Sinead said something similar. It's like, yeah, the end game, maybe that should have been the end of the MCU. Or at least take a break. Take a break. Like, honestly. But I'm thinking that that sort of run from Civil War, maybe even from Cap 2. Yeah, Winter Soldier, I think. Winter Soldier. Really and kicked then off. There are ups and downs in there, right? But then going to Endgame, especially Infinity War, which you and I are both correct in saying is the best of them, pretty much. Yes. Yep. That's really that's a really golden era. I And I, I miss... I'm going to miss that in terms of maybe going forward won't be as good. But also, like, the anticipation between those films... That's something that you can't create in the future for, you know, if kids born today, they can just go watch everything in a row. They don't and have it, to wait two years in between, you know, which is annoying yeah. but also fun for us. We're part of it. Well, I think also Disney Plus is around the hype a bit because, you know, if you're not going to go see Shang-Chi at the movies, just wait a month. You'll be on Disney Plus yeah. straight away. There's that thing, the same happening with um, some Pixar films recently. It's just like... Oh, they, they just, just throw them on there. On there. It's like, oh, yeah, you can watch it if you want now for free. Yeah. Well, they did that with like, Onward, Soul, and Turning Red, I think. Yeah. It makes you wonder what they why bother. If, I mean, not why bother, but, like, it's kind of like the good films will still get a big wide release and get all the buzz and it becomes an event. Something else is just like, oh, yeah, you can watch it if you like. It's up coming up next at the end of the next show, you know. Yeah. Mm. Not on. Not on. No, no. Yeah. What are you gonna do, Lenny? What are you gonna do? We're not in charge yet. Yet. One day. Yet. I'm assuming our productions will will be part of Disney. I, I imagine. <laughs> One day, everything will. Yeah. We'll, we'll we'll consume it. I think Disney part oh, yeah. of us. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Um... Another thing I kind of miss, mm. it's kind of a societal thing as well. Oh, yeah. I miss not having a smartphone. You miss the, the good old days, eh? I do. I do. How so? Well, I'm a caller more than a texter. Mm. I think we both are. We call each other all the time. We're probably the last of a dying breed, aren't we? <laughs> you tried to call me last night, but I had to say no. And you tried to call me when I was working. I and mean, of course I said no, because I that was rude. Hmm. He said that. He said that. <laughs> I think he did, though. I think he did. Anyway, no, I mean, not just that, not just communication, but also, like, 
It's very distracting too. Yeah. Like you can't just sit down and watch a movie or a TV show. You have to actively get your phone away from you. Because if there's a lull in the story or anything, I'm straight into my phone mm. looking on Google mm. for something. Seeing what else the actors have been in, you know. No, what you mean? It's very I, distracting. I recall a lecturer at university saying um, every hour you spend on Facebook or on your phone or whatever is an hour you could have spent on your career. Which is fair true. Um, yeah. But also, there are other ways you can spend your downtime, like reading books or listening to music or you know, just having a snap or something. But instead, we, we stare at our phones and you know, consume media more and more. Is it good or bad? I don't know. I kinda, I'm with you, Dylan. There, there was a time before which we, we kind of remember, but not not many generations under us would or will. No, we're kind of the last ones, really. Mm. On the cusp between. I know. What a melancholy moment that was. <laughs> so are you saying you miss that? Do you, is that you want to go back to that or just like you just have a place in your memory? I just have a place in my heart. Yeah. I don't want to go back. Yeah. Like, you know, they got us, haven't they? They've got us. Yeah, this is how you have back. to live. Yeah, yeah. This is how we communicate. Messenger, you know, texts. Yeah, I feel You that. could definitely not use your phone all day. It'll be so you... much harder to you live your life. Yeah. It's just how we've adapted as a society. Mm. Mm. Like, all recipes are on there when you're cooking. Mm-hmm. You know, there's definitely pluses to it, but... Yeah, it's not just all negative. the simplicity. Yeah. That's what I, I remember I'm talking about social media. It's like... There are negative things. There are some positive things, but overall, negative. Yeah, you reckon? Okay. It <laughs> that scale that way. I don't know if I agree, but it probably, probably maybe lean towards that. It's also scary having access to all information and news in your face all the time as mm. well. Like, I could be playing Mario Kart with my friend. My phone notification pops up. Putin's invaded Ukraine. Like, oh, fuck's sake. Yeah. Yeah, were we supposed to be this exposed to news and others' thoughts? Dunno. 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 I think a few years will tell whether it was the right decision or not. Mm. It's hard to go back though, you're right, Dylan. Yeah. Yeah. You got anything else, mate? I do. I have two more. Okay. <laughs> one's sad, one's happy though. One's kinda happy. Start Maybe. with sad. Okay. <laughs> Um, I miss Harry Potter before J.K. Rowling was shit. What do you reckon? You agree? Uh, yeah, obviously I agree. You think I prefer that J.K. Rowling is against trans rights? No, no, no. Stupid question. No, no, potentially you didn't like Harry Potter beforehand or something. Oh, no. Yeah, you're on the same page. I like Harry Potter. I give it a bit of shit because I think it's, it's a bit overrated and overexposed. In my opinion. Fair enough. Like, it's good, but people mm. treat it like the holy messiah of media. Mm. They're obsessed with it. It's like, come on. Really? Yeah. Um, I think we grew up with it, so at a certain point, you can start crying. We read the it. books. We're OGs. I know, right? We, we, we lined up for the books and watched the movies first, run of the movies and whatever. Yeah. But it, it's just really hard to get on board with it, given her public statements about trans people. It's just... Just really difficult, and that's like all the what the interviews about this new Fantastic Beast movie is too. That's all they ask. I know, and and I'm not keen on that movie anyway because the first two were pretty bad, and and why 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 bother? But then also the whole trans thing. 
and like she's entitled to her opinion, but she could even have the same views, but not see be so over the top with it, you know. And she could have that same view, but also, you know, say, "Hey, sorry, I realize I've caused a lot of pain to people by saying this stuff." But no, every step of the way, she's doubling down to making it worse. She's that's what she's always done. She's always doubled down whenever yeah. she's called down on something. Yeah, it's really it's a, it's that thing. You become so famous and successful that you can't be wrong in your mind anymore. Hey, <laughs> and every, anyone who who's, again, she was a hater, and they. It's just so twisted. It's really difficult. Yeah. That is a sad one. This is that one. Sorry. I I know. I just wish there was a way we could enjoy the Harry Potter world without having to think about that. You know, you can separate. You can read the books and watch the movies and still remember that time in your childhood when you watched it. And there's, I think there's a lot, a lot of good in those books, a lot of good lessons and whatever. It's just really difficult. The person writing them seemingly doesn't know those lessons anymore about setting up for the little people and and you know kind of impressed in that yeah. yeah oh well not much we can do Lonnie no nothing we can do what's your happy one happy one Dylan it's it's, it's again a movie thing bit of yep. a common theme here for us hello um it's that time that split second before you watch a great movie because you can't go back and watch it again for the first time like the Batman like the Batman. Hello. There he is. <laughs> like the first time before Sine and I watched La La Land in the Blue <sighs> Minds back in the day. That was the first viewing of that. I wish I could go back and watch that millions yeah, of times. We had to go back and we watched it three times at the cinema. Tell you what. Yeah, I think I watched it another two. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Mission Impossible Fallout, which I really liked. And that was just. <laughs> Jesus. I'm just saying it. It's, 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 a, it's a movie. <laughs> I just didn't expect Mission Impossible Fallout to be thrown in with La La Land and the Batman. <laughs> it's one of the moviest movies ever. You know what I mean. Like Fast and Furious. I haven't seen those, but maybe this is about them. Maybe I'm going to miss it is. not knowing it is. them. <laughs> it is definitely about them. Yep. Yeah. Any others that come to spring to mind for you? Um. Yeah, probably... The latest Spider-Man. Yeah. It's a pretty right. magical experience, that one. Yeah. Just the nostalgia hitting for the first time. And getting a proper live-action multiverse movie. Mm. It's good stuff. It's good stuff. I mean, obviously, other things, like just normal great movies, like yeah. Goodfellas, you know, all that kind of stuff. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Wish I could watch that again. Pulp Fiction. Oh, my God. So, would you, would you do the Eternal Sunshine thing and... Wipe your mind so you can then go yeah. watch the movie for the first time. Of course. Well, why wouldn't you? <laughs> Fair enough. Wouldn't it be interesting if you did that and for some reason you just didn't like the movie anymore? Yeah. Wouldn't that You're be like, strange? Oh, Paddington. Fuck. Oh, Paddington too. It's so just the same shit. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Marmalade again. Fair Come enough. on, brother. <laughs> Impossible. He's the best. <laughs> Man, he clarified that real quick. You didn't want to keep running with that joke too long, did you? You needed the people to know. No. The Paddington 2 will always be amazing. It will be. That was no, a good enough time. And today I watched that at the movies. Did I tell you this? We watched, I think, pretty much the last screening in Brisbane because we got on the bandwagon way too late. 
and it was full of kids screaming. It was like a Saturday morning with like parents and children. And there's that bit towards the end, spoiler alert, but obviously you've seen it because you're listening to this podcast, where it looks like Paddington might be, you know, dying. He's stuck in the bloody underwater carriage. And this little girl Harrowing. Yeah. Harrowing scene. And there's a little kid, I think it was a little girl who's behind us. She was like, oh my God, mommy, what's going to happen? She was like riding every emotion. And it was amazing. And there's a point in the scene where he's resigned himself to death as well. He looks at her, he's like, it's okay. It's a very Toy Story 3 moment when they've accepted mm. their fate. Yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, Wish I could watch Aladdin again for the first time. Yeah, that'd that's, be great. All those Robin Williams zingers for the yeah. first time. Oh, my gosh. That, that's one of the films that I don't recall seeing for the first time because I watched it, obviously, as a kid multiple times. So, As we mm. all have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Brings me into my next topic, Warney. Hello. I miss Disney making 2D animated movies. Yeah, okay. Yep. Agreeance? Agreeance. Agreeance, thy name is Lonnie? <laughs> yeah, I'm with you. That very special. Um, I think Sinead has been doing a bit of a Disney project recently. I've spoken to her about this on our old podcast, I Am Like Your Movies, where it's like, it's not just because they were the films we saw as kids, but they were really special, weren't they? Those early 90s. Even whole nineties, really Disney films. It's just something about hand drawn animation. Yeah. yeah, you know, it's just it's like a moving painting. It's beautiful. You can feel it, can't you? Yeah, it's so vibrant and colourful and just it, dare it, I say more full of life than three D animated. There movies. is something a little bit soulless still from some three D animation. It just feels like a computer's just churned it out. Yeah, it doesn't feel like there's as much love and effort put into it. I feel you. Yeah, especially like I watched Snow White the other day. Oh my gosh, that is gorgeous! Still, really? I haven't seen it. It really seen. is. That's the thing. Two D animated movies—they're going to hold up, yeah, till the end of time. Yeah, the three D stuff, especially the early stuff. Yeah. Oh, Toy Story! Oh my gosh, if they'd have done any human models in that, it would not be watchable. The only reason it's barely watchable is because they're toys and they're supposed to look like statues. I know. Not too long ago, I've learned a few times actually. I've watched all three Toy Stories in a day because they're so short. You can really just bust them out. Um, all three. Sorry, I watched all three. Three of the in, four in preparation for four. Is what I'm getting ah. at. And I watched them, and you can see the jump, and then the jump is even higher to number four, which is that, that's quite a brilliant looking movie. Yeah, shame it's not a brilliant movie on a plot level. But I'm, I just think you didn't like it, did you? No, stop. No, I need to know this. I'm pointing at you. Yeah? Kill it out. Did you like Toy Story 4? I liked it a lot, actually. I did not. I think, Why'd you like it? Well, to me, it's kind of like an epilogue to the main series. Yes, true, true. Yep. And it felt like a fitting end to the story, in some ways. Oh, that's fine. Here's my issue. How dare she disrespect Woody? Hmm. That little bitch. How dare she? Well, she didn't have the same same love for Woody. He, he was just then give him Woody. back. Then give him back. She's a little right? Kid, Dylan. I don't give a shit. You have respect. For Woody. He should have gone to the museum, Lonnie. Would he have been happy there underneath the class? Yeah, fine, probably. He could have been convinced, yeah. Yeah. He would go to tender two day and night. And what's he doing now after Toy Story 4? Just roams. He's just a bum. 
He's a bum, warning. Come on. It's not okay. Yeah, I feel and like... And plus, Buzz was an idiot in 4. That's he the... just said the stupidest things. I was just going to say, Buzz kind of got shortchanged a bit, I think. It's a completely different character, mm. Lonnie. It's like they switched the figure, and it was a figure with, like, a defective battery. It made his brain not work. And the real Buzz is, like, in run over somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Not around. Yeah, alright. But yeah, 2D animated movies. Bring yeah. them back. What was the last one? Princess and the Frog, I think. Pretty much, I think, yeah. That was, what, 2009, I want to say? Yeah, I think so. Overdue. Hmm. More than 10 years. Disney, get back on They it. could afford to do one or two, couldn't they? Yeah, and they're the all about bloody content on their streaming service. Mm. Mm. Throw up some classic 2D animated style movies. Reach. You just can do it. Instead of remaking your old 2D animated movies. In live action, yeah, exactly. Jungle Book was good, though. Jungle Book was better than the 2D animated yeah, one. I've never seen any Jungle Books. Why? Never appealed. Never appealed? Mm. A boy with a bear as a best friend? That doesn't appeal to you? Like, when you put it that way. You don't wish Paddington was your best friend? I do wish Paddington. I'll be best friends with him. He'd be a lot to look, look after, though, wouldn't he? He would. He'd turn around and all of a sudden he's the house is on fire and <laughs> flooded or whatever. And Daniel, what would you do? He's like, I just tried to make toast. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> oh, classic. Yeah. Anyway. No, good stuff. That's my list, I think, Dylan. Pretty much mine. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, they're the major ones anyway I wanted to talk about and get off my chest. Yes, yeah, it's, it's a good episode. We could do this again if we think of some other things down the line. Oh, absolutely. I'm sure there'll be more stuff. No, we've exhausted everything we'll ever no, miss. We don't miss anything else. That's it. No. Never again. No. Never again. <laughs> no, one day. One day. Yep. Anyway, you want to get amongst it, Lonnie? I'd, I'd love to get amongst it, please. All right. All right. Let's do a get amongst it. My get amongst it this week, pretty easy. I can't remember if we've done this before. Uh, the Batman Arkham games. Have we done that as a get amongst it? Surely we have, but I think it's... Actually, we might mention it on our Batman episodes, various Batman episodes. Maybe not. I don't think it's been it. an official get amongst okay. it. Okay, well, that's, all right, I'll let you do it then. Great games. All four of them, too. Yeah. I love Origins. I don't know why everyone gives it shit. It does reuse a lot of assets from City, hmm. but they only had like a year's of develop- one year of development time. Yeah, so. that is a great game. Yeah, and it's a Christmas game morning, so... Not many of those around. Great stuff. And they're all different, too. So Asylum's is very contained, story-focused. Mm-hmm. Very psychological, too, that mm. one. Kind of game where Batman goes to Arkham Asylum, the Joker takes over, and he kind of has to deal with his rogues gallery while trying to take the island back. It's a great concept. Great concept. Arkham City, great stuff, too. Probably the best story mm-hmm. of all four games. Where they kind of section off just to... They just condemn part of Gotham City. Why not? And just throw criminals in there just to go go wild. That's kind of not... I can't see a thing happening in the Batman universe with Rob Pattinson. Oh, you reckon they'll do an Arkham City? I'm pretty cool they did. Could do. Could do. Maybe they're... Cause, spoiler alert, everyone. 
there's a flood at the end of the Batman. Yeah. Maybe there's just a part that just didn't recover from that. And I guess we won't. It might maybe not so official. I just like let it sort of rot with criminals. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see. We'll see. Like the police just stay away. Like it's kind of an unwritten rule. Put up some big fences and then. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Arkham Origins, as we said before. Origin story of the Batman Arkham franchise. Mm-hmm. Uh, set at Christmas time, so it's great. Uh, it does have the Joker as a bad guy, again. Which I didn't really appreciate too much, but, you know. He can be a bit oversaturated, old jokey boy. But Yeah, and that's not just in the games, it's in oh, it's everything. Everywhere. I was furious when he showed up in the Batman. So... <laughs> Although I did like that leaked um, the scene was Joker better. scene yeah. online. No, I you didn't mind. It? I didn't mind. The, I did. I didn't mind him in the movie, but it really felt shoehorned in. Yeah, definitely. But I was okay with it for sure. And then Arkham Knight. Everyone gives it shit because you know there's a lot of Batmobile usage, which there is. Hmm. But I actually like how the Batmobile plays in that. I don't know about you. How do you feel? It took me a little while to get used to it in the game, but once I got well, into I like it, how I like how the tank part plays because basically you can hold the trigger on your controller mm-hmm. everyone and the batmobile just kind of morphs into a tank like short range movement and shooting unmanned tanks is the explanation they give so you can go ham and just blow up shit um but i like how they did it where you can it shows where the shots are going to be mm. coming at you from so you got to kind of like maneuver and like dodge inside these little tight spaces so every bullet misses you I think it's cool. It's one of those things where they did something different for that game by having the Batmobile and the tank sort of gameplay. Yeah. And it's like if they hadn't done anything new, they could have been accused of just doing Arkham City again, mm. or Arkham Origins again. So you got to give them props for trying something new. And it, and it, But it's like at the same time, people are like, oh, it's, do, it's new and different. I don't like it. But if they got the same, it'd be like, well, give me something new and different. Absolutely. And, you know, gameplay-wise... With the combat and the predator stealth and everything, top yeah, notch. Top notch. You yeah. can't, you don't get better than that. Do you know? I re-downloaded it the other day to play it. They released another DLC skin in 2020, <laughs> like six wow. years after it came out. <laughs> Going for it. What was the skin? That's an Earth Two Batman skin. Right. Odd. Why not? Very odd. But no, nah, great popular, stuff. Still. Yeah. Yeah, right. So, I got a sad story about that. Um, so I ordered uh, there was a collector's edition for Arkham Knight. And it was like three hundred and fifty dollars, and it came with this Batmobile, and you press a button on it, and it actually transforms into the tank. It's cool. Yeah, that would have been awesome, right? Uh, I got a call from EB Games, probably about two weeks before it came out, and like. Yeah, and they're not doing that anymore. They couldn't get it to work. <laughs> oh. Did you they just didn't do that. And I didn't get the second collector's edition as a backup. I just got the normal edition. Oh. How's you, that fair? Did you get a refund or anything for the... I got the refund for what was the difference, but yeah. I wanted the, uh, the second collector's edition, which was a Batman statue. Yeah. But they're like, nah, you just get the standard edition and the refund. That's rough. Why would you not have a working prototype before you advertise <laughs> this collector's edition? Wow. Ridiculous. Obviously, you're okay with it, though. You've moved on in the time since. 
Yeah, I just ordered the collector's edition off eBay. Oh, look. Yeah, and then got a refund on the standard edition. Thank you. Effort done I well shouldn't there. have had to go to. No, it, 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 a lot of effort for that. You're right. Not on. But a great game nonetheless. Hmm. Lonnie, how do we end episodes? We have a little chat about our socials. Mm-hmm. Facebook, Twitter, uh, Instagram. Please get mm-hmm. in touch. Love to have a chat to our fans. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's great. We, we love hearing from you and it's really nice to think that we're not just doing this you and I, Dylan. It's nice to have people out there. We, we love um, having an audience. It's great. It's a bonus for sure. It's a bonus. <laughs> I mean, we do it either way. But <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> it's um, been great. Thanks for, so much for listening and getting in touch. Um, I want to thank Mark the Man for your mm. theme song. As always. Um, other podcasts that we do, we do a little Christina Chronicles about Christina Ritchie. I say mini series. Still, always pulls me up and says there's not many because she's in lots of movies. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Something like a side series, perhaps. Maybe that's better for putting it. Yeah, definitely. But it's good stuff on there. Check it out. Yeah, exactly. Exactly right. And also the I only like you in movies mentioned before, like podcasts with Sine movie reviews. Sine loves. Yeah, she's great. She's good. She's really good. She's the best. Yeah. Anyone else? You've been on there once. That was good. Oh, yeah. I, I was great on it. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, two, it's two person show, doesn't it? So. It was then, definitely. <laughs> that's what it felt like. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you very much for listening. We'll see you next time. And until then, I miss you, man. I miss you, man. I love being cheeky. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc.